You have no idea how it feels not to be trusted. Hello and welcome back to... What's with the voice? I'm Dracula, bleh. Okay. Welcome back to Scream 101. I thought we were trying to avoid vampires. Bleh. I, <laughs> I just like just, saying bleh. We can't get rid of them. I'm Brennan. You can say Brennan bleh if you want. Bleh. Okay, and I'm Sergio. And yeah, welcome back to Scream 101. That is us. Um, it's been a minute since we've recorded one of these. They so. don't know that. For all they know, we've been keeping these like on the money. No, you're right. I mean, well, we we went on an awesome spring break. We was you just want to brag. Yeah, we went to San Francisco and Sacramento, and it was super cool. Mm-hmm. We crossed the Golden Gate Bridge on our feet and on a car. Yeah. We, we just couldn't get enough of the bridge. I know. Uh, but now we're back at home. Reality is setting in. Matt is on the warpath to us about my comments about Mad Max that I do not regret. And, and I have no opinion of. Yeah. Oh, also, um, some quick housekeeping business before... Um, we set out some more. Um, today, I believe, there will be an episode of the Geek KO podcast hosted by my friend Justin that I am featured on. I am hosting a You're round. a moderator, right? Yeah, I'm a well, trivia host. Moderator makes you sound more professional. Makes me sound like there's like a presidential debate going on. Make it so you can put it on a resume. You were a moderator. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I they asked me on to do a round of trivia about the Alien franchise, and it was super fun. You should check that out. That's Geek KO. Um, anyway, let's start with our 10-word reviews of... Well, we haven't watched that many movies recently because we've been busy, but let's do the ones that we did. Okay, so first up, Boss Baby. Alec Baldwin proves babies are for closers. Oh God. Okay, and mine is surprisingly visual. Uh, surprisingly visually in. Oh my God! I can't. You can't read your writing. Oh man, no, it's my brain's all over mine. the place. Surprisingly visually inventive and delightful. I am shamed. Sergio knows all. Yeah, uh, a little backstory on that. Brandon was really angry that we were going to go see this movie, and he was so mad that it was number one that weekend. Yeah, I was very disappointed in America. He was like a baby throwing a tantrum, and then like after the movie, he was walking on airs about this movie. He was raving about, oh, the boss baby is my new favorite thing. I'm going to get a tattoo of the baby. Okay, anyway. That's so next not, movie. I said nothing of the sort. Um, And so the next movie is To Die For. Uh, Kidman reinvents dark comedies in twisted 90s gem. Okay. And my review for that movie is bitingly funny when it's not being an American Beauty moper. And I'm aware that American Beauty came afterwards. Good, because I was about to like tell you that. No, it's just like um, all the characters reminded me of Wes Bentley talking about a plastic bag. <laughs> well, maybe who directed that movie? S- which one, American oh, Beauty? Oh, no, it was like some Hispanic director, right? Javier something? Sam Mendez. Okay, Mendez. <laughs> um, I don't know. He was inspired by To Die For. Probably. Anyway, right, so let's get to the to the plot of this movie, Brennan. Yeah, this is what is our movie we're talking about today? Anyway, yeah, we're talking about Gothica. This is the third week of Dark Castle Month. Um, that is the company that was created in the early two thousands, um, and it was created by Robert Zemeckis, uh, Gil Adler, and Joel Silver. Because Matt was getting on my case, he's like, "Why didn't you mention Joel Silver was part of it?" And I'm like, "I don't know who that is." Turns out, <laughs> he produced Die Hard and a bunch of like. Mel Gibson movies, so Matt knows so him. So Matt knows yeah. who he is. So there's the shout out to Matt and Joel Silver. Sorry about the whole Mad Max debacle. 
Um, all we want is life beyond the Thunderdome. <laughs> um, anyway, here's the plot of Gothica, which was released in 2003. At Woodward Penitentiary for Women, an unexpected and highly disturbed inmate is now held in the psych ward once overseen by criminal psychologist Miranda Gray. The inmate? Dr. Gray herself. Mm, <gasps> twist. Twist right off the beginning. That's so I new. know. Gray is accused of a savage murder and clinging to her sanity as she copes with a series of ghostly encounters in Gothica from Dark Castle <laughs> Entertainment. A fellow doctor, a volatile inmate, and others figure in her harrowing ordeal. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I'm sure yada, yada, yada isn't there. No, it's just a bunch of fluff talking about how like Penelope Cruz is been nominated for Oscars and stuff. Okay. I mean, and she was, and she was great in this movie. Like, she's always great in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. True story. We rate every movie we watch on scariness, campiness, FX, and quality. So let's talk about scariness. Let's start with that. What's your scariness rating? Look at my fingers. Two. That's what my rating is. Okay. So um, is this one that you didn't like as much as a kid? Because you tend to rate these ones based on that? Um, You know, I'm going to say, if I'm going to do that. Am I doing it now or am I doing it as a kid? Because something that annoyed me now did not annoy me as a kid. But okay. I'm, I'm letting that in affect my score. That is fine. I appreciate your adult scores. But what annoyed you now? Uh, The flashing lights. Oh, the flick- that that is a mainstay of movies set in hospitals <laughs> that are spooky. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's annoying when they do it. Okay, that's fair. So Gothica must face my wrath. Okay. <laughs> well, it you probably would have been a three um, as a kid. I thought I was like it was decent. Okay. It was really low budget, so I thought it was decent for what it did with the, its money. Yeah. That's like my go-to is like how much money did you have and what you do with it. That's very respectful and it made of it you and kind. Like. You have a much more uh, nuanced view of films than I do somehow. I'm like, ah, it sucks no matter what. Mm-hmm. I thought it was creepy and it was a little eerie and if you let yourself get into that like you can be freaked out. Yeah. And um you know what that um that was a misleading thing that I said. I actually did enjoy Gothica. Oh yeah. This is the one that I've enjoyed the most so far out of the ones that we've watched. You didn't love 13 Ghosts? That one was fine. That one was like throwaway silly. But this one I thought was like actually generally okay. Okay. Um, I feel like I wasn't bowled over by it, but especially for the first half, I was there with the story. I was like, all right, I'm here to see where this goes. Um, even though generally I don't like movies about psychiatric patients. Um, why you don't think, you think they're exploiting mental illness? No, I wish it was a reason as morally sound as that. Um, I don't like, this is, this is literally on me because there are great movies about this subject. Yeah, like like Clockwork Orange. Yeah, or you mean One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah, well, like a One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, I've read neither of these books or seen neither of the two movies, so give me some, some, some yeah, leeway. You didn't have to bring them up at all, and I wouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> I was just giving the audience some examples. No, no, you're you know? right. Um, but okay, I especially don't like cheap horror movies about mental illness or about like Session Nine ruined you. Well, no, that movie's terrible even though people like it for some reason anyway stop interrupting me and i'll tell you what i'm talking about um i don't like um like b movies that try to have me question the reality of something that they're showing me where it's like oh are these ghosts just in her head Mm -hmm. who's crazy what's reality because um this and this is just a problem on my part for me i'm like this is a movie nothing is real Mm-hmm. None of this is real, mm-hmm. and whether or not you claim that this is this is the reality of the film, you could literally do anything. It's a movie. You could write like 
a flamingo flies into the next scene and because you wrote it it will happen like i'm not i i just i can't invest myself that much in the reality of the movie mm-hmm. so that like the delineations between them is like a shocking thing to mm-hmm. me i'm like no this is all made up mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm aware of this and especially in horror movies when it's like oh is the ghost real yeah of course it's real it's a horror movie like there's a ghost mm-hmm. <laughs> it almost never turns out to be in the character's head unless that's a twist at the end that we didn't see coming mm-hmm. anyway it's just it's a very nihilist viewpoint brennan no but like no it's like oh there i got this doll for my kid and people started dying is the doll killing them yeah yes it is Wait, but it's the kid killing them but it's the doll who has the knife the kid or the doll the doll it's chucky Okay, okay, that's, that's good. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, that's that's just my thing. I'm giving it two out of five. Um, you know, it's got that dark castle flair of, like, moonwalking ghosts where it's like, you know, they filmed someone walking backwards, but they reversed the tape, so they're walking forwards, and it looks weird. And that's a, you know, that's an effect that has been much overused, but I don't think it was as much overused at that time, and I think it works still. Um yeah, there was an awesome scene um, that was a, a dream sequence that was the reverse shots of a murder being perpetrated. That was really cool. You like that one? Yeah, and there was it like, like super fast, and then like slowing down. You could see the water even change. Yeah, there was rain flying up from the ground. I love reverse stuff. I'm a sucker for that. So I was into that. So that's more for effects, though, isn't it? Uh, so jumping the gun. Oh, you know what? Um, the unifying statement about my scariness, I did not say, so that's why it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, I think this scariness was more about style than it was about me actually being scared. I was like, okay. oh, this is a spooky shot. So the flickering shot. lights had nothing to do, had, uh, did not affect you at all? No. Look, I've watched a bajillion horror movies. If I was annoyed at flickering lights, I would not enjoy my job at okay. all. Um, but yeah, no, I thought the style was pretty fun. And there's a sequence where um, Halle Berry like thinks there's a ghost behind her and she keeps like turning around but the camera's spinning and flipping with her and it's this really just was i asleep by that point <laughs> probably um for the record i have seen this movie all the way through i just had to nap yes you did um but it's just this really uncanny shot where the camera keeps zooming in on the back of her head as she flips around and it's just you feel like you're caught in this cycle of motion and paranoia and i think that's really cool mm-hmm. i wasn't like scared but i think it evoked something for me mm-hmm. anyway what's your campiness score i gave it one really you didn't think this was campy at all did you think it was campy um maybe like penelope's performance where she was kind of serious about being a mental patient was campy but otherwise no okay i think that's unfair penelope cruz is a goddess sent from on high i actually really liked her performance in the first scene of this movie uh-huh. i thought she was really good uh-huh I love she's, Cruz. she's great but i mean like her second scene where she was like uh of course you're not crazy none of us are crazy okay yeah that was a little it was a little over the top right yeah it was like so what, what was your camping score you haven't said oh I, I gave it two out of five okay because it's still a r- relatively serious movie there were uh-huh. just certain scenes i want to point out where i was giggling to myself what were you giggling about and not out loud well, okay there was a well i don't want to wake you up <laughs> Um, there was a scene in like the rec room with all the psychiatric patients and there's these two people playing volleyball and one of them just really limply throws the ball and it hits the net and falls to the ground and they just stare at it, (laughs) (laughs) which was hilarious. It shows how dead they are inside. Yeah. But pop, it must, it was intentional. Like, I just love that Mm. part. It was really hilarious for me. 
And then, of course, like, there's, this is 2003, so there's a scene where a ghost haunts a computer, and it's really, like, pixelated and annoying. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't, oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Oh, and also, look, I know Halle Berry's hair is all, like, matted and crazy in this movie, but you can't fool me. She's super hot, and you're exploiting it, because her, her jail-slash-mental-patient uniform, first of all, who's paying for this? Who's paying to keep her in here? Um... But the government is, isn't it? Oh yeah, because it's a jail; it's not an institution. Mm-hmm. I always, I kept getting them confused because I didn't care that much. Okay, and this is the basic civics friend. None of them really seem to be have have done crimes of we any kind. We don't know of anything. Look, Penelope Cruz. She killed someone. Did she? Didn't she? I thought not Penelope Cruz. I'm talking about. Oh yeah, well they they think Halle Berry killed someone. And didn't she? Y- Yes, but she was possessed by a ghost, which is the perfect alibi. No, it's not. It's really not. (laughs) You try that in a court of law and tell me how it works out for you. No, you're right. Um, But Penelope Cruz seemed to have been in jail for being sexually assaulted, which didn't make sense to me. Did she kill someone because of it? She killed her stepdad. Yeah. Oh, she was so good in that scene, talking about slicing his Adam's apple open like a piece of summer fruit. Okay. It was very good. Um, Anyway, sorry. Her hospital outfit, her jail time rock outfit. It shows her midriff. Yeah, it shows her midriff. And she's like, hey, I'm super sexy. Whenever I reach up to climb a ladder to in this grimy hospital to escape my doom, you can see my underboobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. And, like, jail, as someone who's been behind the bars. Yeah, have you? Uh-huh. Can you tell me about it? Scare me straight. Um, Like, the ill fitting. She must have done something to piss someone off because... If you're friends with the people who do the laundry, they will give you like the right fitting uniforms. But if not, they'll give you something that's too small or something that's just big and like has all kinds of mystery stains on it. Okay. So, so she did someone to piss someone off. By the phrase having been on the inside, does that mean having binged watched Orange is the New Black? You know what? I'm neither going to confirm nor deny <laughs> that, but that show is a documentary. Okay, great. I've been inside many a woman's prison. <laughs> oh, that's weird. What's your effects score, Sergio? Fine, that is my knowledge. Just watching five shows. Five out of five. Okay. Um, no, my effects score. I gave it three. Okay, that's solid. Again, um, can you look up the budget? I feel like the budget was seven million. That or that's how much it made on the opening weekend. Um, it I I don't. I'll, I'll double check. But this was the uh, Dark Castle movie that actually made money. Could have Halle Berry. I mean, I guess the other one had Tony Shalhoub though. The he. He the was biggest monk. celebrity. <laughs> no monk. I think he must have been monk after that. Although I don't remember. I never I've not seen a single frame of Monk. But um we were I was researching Dark Castle. I don't think I was doing it on the air. But th- th- these movies did not make a lot of money. <laughs> There's a reason the company faded. Yeah, cuz in House on Haunted Hill, budget 37 million, box office was 40 million. So that was 3 3 million in the black and that doesn't count publicity and advertisement. Mm-hmm. Go uh Ghost Ship <laughs> made 30 million off of 20 million 13 ghosts ooh it cost 42 million and it only brought back 41 million <laughs> look look if you're 37 million dollar film i'm gonna tell you in a sec sorry i'm like waiting for the question that i asked but no the but answer to the question that i asked if your 37 million dollar film only grosses like three million dollars more why would you increase the budget by five million i guess worldwide they did okay Anyway, Gothica, um, it cost forty million, so okay, not so a low off. budget movie. I'm way off. What did I? What did they spend that money on? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. 
uh, John Carroll Lynch. Well, this is like Robert Downey, like fresh off of out of rehab. Like he must yeah. have been expensive. No, he must not have been. Well, I mean, he was expensive in insurance because I was reading on the IMDb trivia. There's a scene where he was supposed to interrogate Halle Berry and grab her arm, and she and he accidentally broke her arm, and they had to halt production for like six weeks, which is crazy. <laughs> and that's why he didn't get hired for a long time. Um, Iron Man did that. Yeah, he's very strong. He's made of iron. <laughs> anyway. Um, my effect score is two out of five ghosties. Um, it was a pretty solid, like, we don't really have to try effects. Mm-hmm. It's in-camera effects where, like, they reverse film and stuff, and it was mm-hmm. creepy enough. Yeah, but I thought it was shiny. I thought the cuts were nice. The editing was good. You mean the cuts on her arm that yes. said not alone? Yes. Okay. Um, I thought the fire was pretty. Um, That's but, good. But it was very, like, primitive. Yeah, it, it was a very basic, like, we have some CGI, but this is still a ghost movie, so, like, we don't really need to do anything. Uh-huh. They just, they weren't challenged by this one. Uh-huh. I thought it was, fine. like, it added a nice polish to it. Yeah, it was, these movies are very polished, if nothing else. Uh-huh. That is what that is. Uh-huh. And let's synthesize all of that. We've given pretty low scores throughout, um, but I think I think the categories just don't lend itself to the overall quality of the film. Yeah, so I was gonna say I think this movie's less a scary movie and more a thriller. Um, at least in the sense, like it's telling a story outside of horror tropes that's a little more interesting than the horror stuff. I'm shaking my head and agreeing with you. Great. So what's your quality score? I gave it four. Four out of five on Lucky Stars. Yes. That's so many. Why? Because I liked the moral of the story, which was believe pr- uh, crazy people. Um, I don't know about that, but I do think if you did I liked the story it told. Maybe not the moral of the story, uh-huh. but I like the story that it told and the way it told it. Yeah, no, you're you're totally right. And I think there is a lot of very intentional stuff about how society treats women. Um, because these are women who are being victimized and abused by men and when they speak out against them they're treated like they're crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's something that has been true for a very, very long time. And that's something They're that, hysterical. Yeah, that's where that word comes from. Like hysteria, the root of the word hysteria comes from the word uterus. Um, I know that. Yeah. I've taken courses yeah. in English before. Feminist literature and whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, that that's something that plagues a lot of women in horror films. And I think it was a f- fairly decent and willing to go to dark places um, interpretation of that story. Good. Because that... The end, like a lot of the ending reveals, which we spoil this movie, whatever it's happening. Um, it's a very rapey movie towards the end. It's very much about um, men inflicting their power upon women, and it's gross. And I'm actually happy it went there and is like talking about that kind of mistreatment. Wow, you got deep. Yeah, I did. I do that. Anyway, I gave it three out of five unlucky <laughs> stars. All that to say, it got a three and not a four. No, like I said, this isn't the type of movie that I like that much. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that it actually like kind of engrossed me for at least 60% of its runtime was mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm. I thought it dragged a little bit at the end. Roger, Roger Ebert liked it. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, it's one of the few horror films that, recent horror films that he kind of like threw his weight behind. What did he like to die for, didn't he? Did he? I don't know. Oh. Oh, oh, there's actually a quote from him on the back of the DVD. Very cool. It says, I cherished this movie in all of its lurid glory. Ooh. It's a great quote. 
Um, I don't know if I totally agree with that, but I think it's definitely the best of these that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? I we'll never have another Roger Ebert, huh? I mean, me. Uh, well, yeah. This is a plug for Brennan. This was a setup for him. <laughs> I'm willing to fill those shoes. You're welcome. Um, but, yeah. Um, there's some silly scenes in this movie that I just kind of couldn't get behind like there's a scene where she hides from guards that are chasing her underwater in a pool but she's at an angle where th- if they looked in the pool at all they would just see her because mm-hmm. water is clear mm-hmm. <laughs> you c- but it happened in christy remember no i'm sorry well wait didn't she almost get drowned in that though yeah but then she she got the guy she got her killer okay she killed him. She didn't die. She yeah, lived but, a no, happy but she, life. She didn't hide in the pool and they couldn't see her. Didn't they though? Wasn't she hiding and then like she made a noise and then she lured him to her spot so she could kill him? Okay, maybe. But she was on the opposite. Halle Berry was on the opposite side of the pool from the guard. So if he oh, even okay. briefly looked into the water, it's not It's not like opaque in any way. It's mm. water. Mm-hmm. I know that this hospital is whatever jail is built out of shadows and grime, and that probably like gets in the way a little bit. <laughs> but you could have seen Ali Perry. Maybe he had astigmatism and couldn't make out shapes in the distance. Is that what astigmatism is? I have no idea. Maybe he's farsighted or nearsighted, which Maybe. is the one where you can't see far. I don't. <laughs> I that's one of those confusing things where it's like, um, if you get test results back and they're negative, that's actually a positive thing, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm never sure what mnemonic to remember about remembering which is which. One of us is a good medical degree. Yeah, I vote you. Why? I'm already doing this. I'm a professional podcaster. You should get the degree. I don't want to be in medicine. Do you? Would you really trust me to operate on you? Me who falls asleep at every turn? No, that would be a conflict of interest because I'm your podcast co-host and you're not allowed to operate on your podcast co-host. That's in the, the bylaws. That's in the Hippocratic Oath. I hate you. <laughs> anyway, there's a sequence at the end, the very end, which kind of sets up like a six cents esque series of sequels that could have happened where mm-hmm. she just helps other ghosts, which would have been great. I would have watched those movies. Wouldn't have made any money. I mean, no, you should contact her. Talk about making a series. Halle Berry. Yeah. Okay, sure. She's a producer now. She does stuff. Yeah, we could do a do you know the TV Obama show. like worked with her as a production. Assistant? Oh, that's great. I love both of those people. Yeah. Anyway, um, there was a scene at the end <laughs> that I totally thought was a dream because, you know, like all horror movies have that surprise stinger at the end. But she and Penelope Cruz are newly released from the uh, hospital because everybody knows that uh, the dudes are evil and the women are sane now. But um, she drops off Penelope Cruz and she's like, everything will be fine. Everything's great. Um, Have good luck on your journey. <laughs> and she like sends her off on a cab to go to a train to go to like freedom, I guess. But the thing is, Penelope Cruz is walking through the wet streets of New York, not wearing shoes. She is barefoot in this scene. And I'm like, this is clearly a dream. And then it turns out just to not be. And I'm so confused by what happened in that scene. It's the genius of the movie, yo. I guess you're right. Um, but anyway, let's do some genre check-in. It's where I talk about my feelings about Dark Castle at this point. Share your which are, friends. Which are much more positive now. Um, like, I've always liked the uh, kind of depravity of Dark Castle. Like, they're willing to go to, like, gory, um, seedy like? places. It's a heart. Sergio drew a heart. Okay. Um, 
who tried to draw like fly eyes. Okay, that's cool. It's a, it's a, it's a preview for the movie we're gonna watch next. Ghost ship. The fly. We're watching the fly. Isn't it Dark Castle too? No. What are you talking about? Never mind. Continue, Brennan. Uh, your genre check-in. Yeah. You can no. Just edit this out. I'm not going to. I want people to know that you are not paying attention to this podcast. Okay. Um. But no, I think that this one definitely toned it down a little bit. They're trying to be classier, but I think it's one where they really figured out the style that they were going for, and I liked that. And it wasn't so music video-y that I couldn't focus my eyes on anything, which I appreciated. Were the other ones music video-y? It was, yeah, it's too much. Just all over the place. For the other ones? Yeah, 13 Ghosts and House of Haunted Hill. I don't think 13 Ghosts was music video-y. No, it was just like quick cuts and flashing past everything. I was uh, This was just more stately, and I liked that. Um, but anyway, I already said next week we're watching Ghost Ship. Um, if you want to contact us about Dark Castle, about your feelings about Gothica and potential sequels, um, if you want to pitch them to me, um, you can find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. Email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Um, if you review us, we will give you a free download code for the animated film, the animated classic, The Book of Life, which I love a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, catch me on Geek KO talking about aliens that should be out at the same day that this comes out um, and yeah if you want to listen to old episodes of Scream 101 you can find our archives at podpeople.me thanks everybody good luck on your journey and stay gold in showers Mwah. The Beatles? Yeah. Are they now? Yeah. It's called Joanne. Oh, it sounds great. I love it already. Just buy it. No questions asked. And like, the key might be a little bit off than what you're used to with those guys, but just trust me, you'll like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Are right, you ready to do this? Yes. Gothica. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there. Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me. Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah. Then you should check out the Gore Gab podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. Oh. You can find us on the iTunes podcast store and on Twitter at Gore Gab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.